Hello, hello, everyone. Today's topic is how do I create my miracle morning? Hi there, Sacred Walker here. This podcast is meant to support you toward your journey of well-being. Here we unlock unstoppable love in you as ambitious leaders, high-powered executive women, and everyday superheroes through strategies that are about deepening self-love, reclaiming authentic freedom, achieving mental clarity and better health, and manifesting your vision of excellence without the naysayers in the world or the inner critic in your own damn mind blocking your shine. This show is for educational purposes. If you are seeking deeper support, do reach out to our main office for support from a healthcare professional. DM at Ask Sacred on Instagram and on Facebook. And we are about to dive in. Once again, welcome Love Nation. Welcome just your everyday superheroes. Today's show's topic is so delicious on creating your miracle morning. You know, I first fell in love with the idea of creating a miracle morning when I had woken up one day on the other side of being really sick in high school. I used to feel so lonely when I was younger and oftentimes isolated. And when I discovered my fellow unicorns, my fellow underdogs, my fellow group of weirdos, if you will, who were my everyday superhero crew, something shifted. Something shifted in me when I began to realize that I had been people pleasing and wanting to fit in in some circles. And when I realized I actually wasn't even pleasing or loving on myself, on the other side of that, I realized who would be there for me when I got sick? Who would be there for me when I felt alone? Who would be there for me when I was not being my superhero self? And so on the other side of that, I discovered a group, a community that I began to become connected to. But when I realized that was the shift for me was that if I didn't start my morning seeing myself as not just that person who needed to fit in, but needed to stand out as a good thing, if I didn't embrace that part of myself, my world would crumble, literally. And ask me how I know, I literally almost once took my own life against all odds and didn't because I was able to accept the parts of me that stood out versus needing to fit in. So let's just say that I have a bit of stake invested in creating your miracle morning in no matter what shining within so that you can find the group of people who will celebrate your shine. And over the years, I've met countless people thousands actually all across the world who were equally looking for that sense of embracing who they are, showing up as their unstoppable selves, but being able to start their morning off amidst all of the challenges that they may face in the day, the joys, the concerns on the other side of feeling like life had beaten them down or feeling like they were going through some major challenges and they were ready to invent themselves. And they just wanted to start their morning off in a way that set their day right. So, what are some of the things that I've heard over the years and I've experienced my about you know myself that actually I realize people often say there are misconceptions. I want to really um, point this out. So misconceptions that people have about this idea of creating a miracle morning. There are, I have down, I would say two, 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 probably about four nuggets, four or five nuggets about misconceptions, things that people say 
actually, this is why creating a miracle morning should be easy. One is that if you notice that you wake up in the morning and you notice that you have this thought in your mind around why are people getting to me? Number one, that is a misconception. Why did I let people get to me? Number two, the second misconception that somehow imposter syndrome um, is embedded in our brain. And I want to um, create a shift around that for a moment as a misconception. Number three, having a wonky brain moment, anxiety kicking up, um, that that should not stop you from being unstoppable. Um, and there's a misconception around that. So, I, you know, I just want to bring um, bring some clarity around that from my expertise and research. And last but not least, looking at what does it mean when you feel like you don't have the time or spaciousness because you're getting pulled by other life events. So let's first start out with people getting to you. If you wake up in, in the morning and you are someone like me who wakes up in the morning and, you know, for a long time as someone who is recovering from anxiety, I had to first learn to understand what was kicking up my anxiety. And so people getting to me was something that was a thing. As a highly sensitive person, I oftentimes found that I would be riddled with this thought of, you know, why did I let that person get to me? Why am I still thinking about what they said? That is a misconception. If you wake up first thing in the morning and you are still thinking about what someone else has said, there's something about what's come up in their phrase, in the way that they've related to you, in how you're seeing yourself or in how they're projecting onto you that might need to be addressed. And it can sometimes be a miracle to actually address that thing. For those of us who are like me, have those moments where we feel like, oh my goodness gracious, was I being to this or to that? For a moment, breathe in breathe out, claim on your life, I am enough. There is a misconception that somehow you have to always be able to brush everything off to start your day off miraculously. I'm going to invite that a part of your miracle morning might be that maybe your anxiety is telling you something. If someone got to you or got under your skin, it might be something that is calling you to pay attention to that relationship or relationships like that. Or maybe calling you to meet with a coach or a therapist to look at how am I allowing this to affect me because there's something more here. So sometimes actually creating a miracle morning can be listening to those moments. Number two, let's talk about imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome is a real thing. Feeling like you do not belong, feeling like you're an imposter in a circle. So you might wake up and you have a riddling thought um, that is affecting your miracle morning. Now, before I will give you some tips and tools and some gem droppers, so make sure you subscribe, subscribe, connect below, um, comment below if you can relate to any of these. But, you know, before that, I want to just go over a couple more. So let's talk about imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome, yes, does mean that I feel like I am an imposter. Now, here's a catch-22 about imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome means that I am feeling like I'm an imposter around others who have the power over me to tell me that I do or do not belong. Now, here's the catch-22. There's some history that I can't quite go into in depth right now today, but let's just say that imposter syndrome has firm roots actually in others in community who have oftentimes had the power to tell those who are underdogs whether they can or cannot fit in that they don't belong. So for example, I remember there have been many moments where I've held space for leaders from across the country and around the world where they felt like they didn't fit in and they would beat up on themselves feeling like, oh, 
my gosh, I feel like I'm an imposter. I was hired for this job. Is it, is it, am I good enough? I was invited to this meeting. Will I do okay? I was invited into this circle. Will I fit in? Here's the catch 22. If that circle can also create space for all of you, then you will never feel like an imposter. Because imposter syndrome starts in you, yes, in embracing and working with someone around knowing you're enough, but it's also about that circle creating a culture that was in place before you that said you did not belong. So then you come along and feel like you don't belong, but the I do not belong existed before you showed up. So we get to, when it kicks up, forgive ourselves. Imposter syndrome is an opportunity to say, I forgive myself for walking into a space that somehow had a pre-existing notion that I did not belong and believing it. I walk into a space that told me that I did not belong and had a pre-existing belief that I did not belong and believing it. That's different than saying, how come I X, Y, Z? So we get to, I forgive myself. And that's the miracle. And then I can go into my miracle morning. But it's a misconception that, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have that thought because the thought didn't start with you. Number three, wonky brain. All right. And hopefully you're taking some notes on this wonky brain. I struggle with recovering anxiety, chronic anxiety. I, 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 I oftentimes have to do lots of work with multiple powerhouses and work with others, you know, with my own expertise as a therapist, as a holistic coach, a drama therapist, a holistic mind-body medicine expert, and as well, someone who's firmly grounded in being a minister, an interfaith minister, right? I hold lots of emotion. And so I recover from chronic anxiety. When I am having wonky brain and my brain is telling me to do a million things, if I create my miracle morning in that moment, I will do a million things and I will experience overwhelm. So when there's a misconception that somehow I should ignore my wonky brain and not take a moment to acknowledge the fact that I'm, my brain is going in circles, imagine a hamster wheel and it's just running around in circles. Or for those I'm dating myself who remember Wiley Coyote, who was always speeding ahead at a million miles an hour, trying to catch the roadrunner. But the roadrunner is always sticking its tongue out and you felt like you could never quite get there, right? That's how your day will feel, fleeting. The roadrunner will, will be you chasing after every single goal because you started at 100 and you never stopped. So number three, when you are having wonky brain and you notice some of my, uh, my uh, polls or many of those who I'm fortunate to serve, they have various kinds of polls that they deal with when they're going through wonky brain. First, catch it. If you notice, for example, you know, uh, I used to be a pacer. I would pace and oftentimes I have to catch myself. If I catch that I am pacing, walking back and forth very quickly, that means that I need to pace myself literally. Pacing myself means that I've got to pace my life. Slow down. Pay attention. And this is where a moment of mindfulness will come in. Before I start my day, let me take a moment to check in. Am I experiencing panic? Am I experiencing anxiety? Bring it to the attention of my coach, my counselor, my leadership training, or the self-love for everyday superheroes community. 
and ground in knowing that I am connected. But first, finding a way to center myself is so pivotal. So that's a misconception. Ignore the wonky brain. If you're, you know, if you were really uh, a manifester, you'd be able to do it anyway. Misconception, okay? And so that is something that will oftentimes get us in trouble, right? And we don't want to get in trouble with ourselves. We can be our own worst enemy and our own best friend, but let's not do the worst enemy for too long, right? So if we're experiencing wonky brain, one technique is to lay down and literally you can put your hand on the spot of your body that feels like it is pacing and apply pressure to that point. Inhale and exhale three times and bring attention to it. Now the misconception is, wait, why would I bring attention to something that is actually causing me discomfort or pain? The, the pull is to run away from it. Mm, okay, when we bring attention to something, we're saying, I'm ready to heal this thing. And the body knows what to do. And if the body doesn't know what to do automatically, this is where we get to pull on our support system. My coach, my therapist, my SLS group coaching community, my coach that I've been matched with by the SLS group coaching community, self-love for everyday superheroes community, plug in and, and DM sacred, right? We get to plug in, right? We get to plug in. We get to plug into the God within, right? When am I experiencing wonky brain? Super important. When I bring attention to it, I'm telling my body and the universe, I'm ready to heal this thing. When I run from it and distract myself, I'm telling my body and the universe, please continue operating on this high velocity. So it's really important. And should you need additional support, there is no shame, guilt, or worry about getting connected to someone who can help you with anti-anxiety medication, can support you with chronic fatigue and other challenges, but another show for another day because I want to show up in my core genius and I want to make sure that we have those kinds of resources from someone who would diagnose that, okay? But we're not here for that. We are here to create our miracle morning. So let's re-plug in, but just pointing out, you know, we want to lean in to feel in, lean into feeling. And last but not least, if you need to, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm losing track and I don't have a moment for my miracle morning. I remember when my mom first immigrated here from Kingston, Jamaica, we both did. And we were in our tiny Brooklyn apartment. We were sleeping on the same bed and it was very, very intimate, right? The space, um, very small, but there was a lot of both hurt, but a lot of love there hurt because of some of the things that we had both been through, the way life had beaten us down, but a lot of love because we loved each other um, as mother and daughter on the other side of that. And one of the ways that she would um, start the day is I would notice that she would be up way before me. She would be up and getting her day started, right? And I never understood it and appreciated it until I was an adult. There is power in being able to, if you're able, if you are living and surrounded by others or pulled on into your day to first give extra time before you, Jesus, Orisha, um, the guides that walk with you, the people around you are also awake <laughs> and take some time to create your miracle morning. If you find that you're easily distracted, maybe that's because 
there are things that are pulling you that are important or sometimes not. And you're soothing by looking and pulling and, and the world starts. So I find for me, everyone is different for the last um, over 20 years coming out of many traditions, many meditative traditions, I have found waking up at four or 5 a.m. for me because I'm a morning person to be the ideal time to take some time for my miracle morning before the world has started and hustling and bustling. And as someone who is an inner city gal, if you will, doing something to take a moment of pause before we start our day was so important. Now, if you're living in the suburbs or you're living in um, a slower pace, but you still have people and responsibilities in life as everyday superheroes, carving out that time before the day um, takes on would be great. So just thinking of it as as, you know, maybe um, before you plug in the radio and tune into the station, you want to just have a moment of pause and then you can find the station, tune in and get started. Otherwise, it'll sound like and I'm dating myself. It'll sound like it's in between numbers. It's going to sound fuzzy throughout the day. All right. So those are the misconceptions. People getting to you, people are going to sometimes get to you because you're human. Listen to that and see what that means for you. See what that looks like. See what action step you want to take. Wonky brain, bring attention to it. Lean into heal so that you can pay attention to what those thoughts, feelings, or anxieties might be saying to you about what's popping up in your life. Imposter syndrome actually means that you are believing a pre-existing thought that was there prior to you joining, prior to you being in the world. And the body is adapting by believing it because it's a form of shifting and we're just forgiving ourselves for those moments. It doesn't mean people are saying that are doing it. It's sometimes just in the air and we want to know, you know, pay attention to that. And last but not least, get up a little bit early so that we can be able to connect in. Or if you need your miracle morning to be a miracle night because you are a night owl, then honor the body and create time, it's more about creating the time than it is about when it is. It's about when is your body most receptive. Miracle morning does help set your day, but if setting your night is a way to bring ease, then go ahead and do so, right? Because we want to love on ourselves fully. So those are four misconceptions, right? And see how we, in working through the misconceptions, all of a sudden our body can actually be present to the miracle morning. So now that you face those four misconceptions, I'm going to give you four tools that have worked for me are the four W's. Take a moment to the first W, write. Write your thoughts feelings, let them flow out of you, let them flow honestly, and speak both how you're feeling and also what's coming up for you. And lastly, when you're ready, speak about what you want, what you hope to see in the day. Write freely, first W. So write, walk, welcome love, and work out. Those are the, the four. And this is something you can literally do in 60 minutes, 15 minutes each to start your day. Okay, so take time to write. All right, then take time to walk. Now, this is for someone who finds that they wake up full of energy. It's important to be able to move the energy in the body. And this is a slow meditative walk, meaning you're putting one foot, heel, center foot, toe, heel, center foot, toe, 
and walking for a few minutes throughout your space. Now, some people prefer to sit still and be able to meditate with their hands on their body or their hands upward. And that is another way. If you are someone that prefers to move, you can do a moving meditation through walk. So going ahead and walk. And so that one is specifically special to me as um, sacred walks have been a part of my journey for some time. Well, over 20 years, actually. <laughs> but I often am like, hmm, am I dating myself? Maybe. Actually, yes. <laughs> Thirdly, working out. Taking some time, 15 minutes, to stretch the body, to take time to plug into what workout means for you. And fourthly, welcoming love. Now, welcoming love can be looking like a couple of things. It can, welcome love can mean taking a moment to kiss your fur baby, taking a moment to create a blended juice and you speak love. This, this delicious juice is going to nourish my body. I love my body, right? Welcome love. Um, welcome love can mean taking a moment to imagine calling in the kind of life partner that you want. Welcoming love can mean being honest with yourself around the kind of promotion you're ready for. Welcoming love can be creating one action you want to take for the day that would make you feel successful, right? But I would say for a moment, it's almost like dreaming out loud. You're taking a moment to dream while you are still or doing something. All right. And that doing something specifically, I would recommend it be something elevating, like being able to make a meal or something of the sort, right? A nourishing meal. Okay. So welcome, love, walk, write, and work out. And once you're done from that, you choose one action step for the day that no matter what, when I do this thing, I'll be successful. Right. I woke up this morning, I started on my way, and I've stepped into the day, right? And for me personally, my welcome love oftentimes includes centering myself and grounding in a powerful affirmation or prayer, but see what welcoming love and creating an action step for success means to you. So this is how we create welcome love, walk, write, and work out. So I have covered quite a bit today. Feel free to pause, go back, make sure that you plug in and make sure that you subscribe below. Make sure that you comment. I wanna hear your thoughts. What can you relate to? What are things that you have tried to create your own miracle morning? What is it that you feel connected to? And what is it that you are ready to free up in your life, in the spirit of self-love, self-care, and success. Well, that's all folks. Whether it's one of you or one million, I am so honored to have you join me today for another episode of Self-Love for Everyday Superheroes Academy show. Remember that I am love and the game changed when I remembered that. So I'm so glad that you are ready to show up and show out as a game changer today. Okay, Love Nation, remember, when I love myself in spite of, I set myself free. Have a freeing day. Peace, Love Nation. Bye. Love ya.